Joan Breibart, Body Conversations, Episode 6. So I had to watch this Oprah thing because it's bigger than I even, I thought. So the first thing we hear is that Megan did not get a, a list of questions, right? She didn't know what Oprah was going to ask, except, of course, that's absurd because everybody couldn't write the same list over and over. She's not going to ask her about uh, what did she study at Northwestern. She's going to ask her about leaving uh, the royal family with Harry and why and uh, what was there about uh, the family that made them leave. And uh, so obviously it was rehearsed because she spoke so flawlessly, Megan, without one fumfer, you know, or uh, grammatical error such as between you and I, or the amount of people. So in fact, if this was just off the cuff, then um, she should be the only one talking on television, really. So that's the first thing that's so upsetting is how people just fall right into this stuff without any real context. Now we get to all the racial parts. And I think most people would agree that if you looked at Megan and you didn't know who her mother was, you wouldn't think she was even, um, you know, you would think she was a white person. You, you wouldn't be looking and thinking she's um, African-American, right? Uh, now we, we look at the genetics of what their children will look like and I really have a, a personal uh, response to it. My daughter-in-law is Portuguese and uh, she is uh, a former model and of course she's gorgeous and she has beautiful olive skin and she's tall and dark hair and dark eyes. Her mother has white, white, white skin. I mean, the kind of pasty white skin of some Europeans. And her father is Angolan and 50% African and 50% white. And that makes uh, my daughter-in-law, I guess, 25% Angolan, African. Her sister, the same but her sister's skin is very white like her mother's. And uh, her brother has a darker shade and he does look like he is partially African. Now I have two granddaughters and uh, one of them looks a lot like her mother and she has uh, olive skin, beautiful olive skin and very Anglo features. I don't know how else to describe them. Her sister has white blonde hair, the whitest toe head you can imagine. Her skin is almost translucent, it's so white. It's, it's actually worrisome because she has no natural sun protection, just blue, blue eyes. She looks like, an, to me, of course, an angel, but. She also looks a little bit like Marilyn Monroe, who had gorgeous white skin and platinum blonde hair, but she had some help with peroxide. At any rate, um, it just shows you that uh, genetics is complex. And so again, someone might've raised that, but we don't, we don't want anyone to be thinking 
and analyzing. It's just a question of diving in and showing what side you're on. And poor, poor Megan and Harry, and it was just the worst thing. It was so bad she was going to kill herself, right? And listening to this, I, I have certainly, of course, no sympathy. I mean, why isn't someone talking about the monarchy and the fact that apparently the British population feels let's keep them around, but probably not forever. And so when you hear about how nuts they are, the queen and all the others, it's because they know that at any moment, this uh, incredible luxury and privilege they enjoy will be taken away from them. It will be taken away. It's just a question of time. And someone wrote that the wedding, Harry and Meghan's wedding, cost 32, 32 million pounds, I think. Um, I mean, I don't remember if that's exactly the number, but of course it was a big expensive thing. And um, that the queen was upset spending all that money and then um, Megan doesn't want to be there. But the money is spent, um, and it, it comes out of uh, the taxes that the British people pay. So the British people paid for that wedding, and they pay for these people. And I, I hope that they get really annoyed soon and say, we've had enough of this, it's a total anachronism. Um, it, nobody should be living like this, and who cares about this um, this woman from America and uh, her son, who seems to be uh, very similar to his mother, who again couldn't understand. Nobody forced her to marry into this family, and marrying into a family that's obviously scared to death because they're you know they're on thin ice really because they have no purpose there's no power the queen does nothing you might have watched this crown thing and think oh she's so important but she has no power so she flips through some papers in a red box but if she didn't it would make no difference and it's pretty expensive to maintain these palaces and the security and the cars and the yachts and everything else um, for some people who cut ribbons at um, openings of uh, schools or hospitals or whatever. It's just a very expensive thing. Now, it's been uh, assumed that if they uh, get rid of the monarchy, it'll affect tourism because people like the fact that they can go to a place and there are, there are these people living in something called Buckingham Palace. And no one will know, but eventually people will get tired of it. What they need to do be, to get there is to stop falling into these traps that someone like Oprah is setting up for you. Oprah, who I think was paid $9 million to produce this, right? So, I mean, how... Why would they pay $9 million for somebody sitting outside in a uh, nice backyard in Santa Barbara? I've been to Santa Barbara. Apparently every backyard looks like that because they're just rich people there. And uh, having a talk and uh, that, $9 million for that, right? 
and that's what was paid and sponsors were happy because so many people watched it and did any of these people ask real questions can Britain afford can they afford to maintain these people and if uh, two of them leave it should be great fewer to support right fewer people to pay for so whether we're talking about what the color of the skin is of some uh, baby which could be anything um, or we're talking about the pretentiousness and the waste of this monarchy somebody has to be able to cut through it all if we want to advance and make sure things are better for most people and say can we afford this now and it's the same thing in America there are all kinds of issues that people are coming up with uh, ribbons and groups and fundraising and whatever instead of accepting the fact that we have to focus on just a few things but they are big things one of them being obviously our size and fortunately um, the biggest being global warming and uh, the fact that Bill Gates is now taking care of that uh, is a relief because he can solve problems we just have to go along with the solutions but there are other problems here that are very hard to solve and they are not um, helped by people paying attention to some stupid interview with um, two people who uh, shouldn't be living on the lamb with uh, other royals just sounds crazy to say royals with other unattractive pasty white people who are always saying really kind of stupid things so um, that's another thing to consider as America hopefully comes to grips with what we need to do